episode 19 of Crime Stoppers See It, Say It, Stop It, a podcast that brings you informed discussion about unsolved crimes, wanted persons, awareness campaigns, and how citizens can remain anonymous to help keep their community safer. I'm your host, Sean Sporton, and today I have fellow board member Jerry Puse with me, co-hosting today's episode. Jerry, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thanks for having me, Mr. Sporton. So, it's been a while since we uh, had our last episode. We've been a little bit uh, of hiatus there. Uh, we'll call it a summer break. Um, but lots has happened since we've uh, last put out a podcast. Number one is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very sad. Very yes. sad. Yes, it is heartbreaking. <laughs> Very heartbreaking. Although uh, they made it into the playoffs, they were number one in their division. They didn't do so well against our rivals, Montreal Canadiens, now, did they? No, they did not. We were, what, uh, two overtime goals away in yeah. a game seven? Yeah. And our, our line just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, these, these young kids, man, they just have to... I don't know. They got to get their things together there, right? Yeah, it's tough, and especially having the uh, the Habs making it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. It's yeah. just extra vinegar on the wound, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm a Leafs fan, so are you. But I got to say, got to cheer for the Canadians. They got to stick with Canadians. I'm having a hard time with that. I got to say. Oh come on, man! They're Canada. It's Canada. You got to. <laughs> I you know. Gotta have I your, know. Uh, Deep down, I've got to change. But it, yeah. if they hadn't beaten the Leafs, yeah. It would have been a little bit easier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. every time I see the Habs, I keep thinking it's the Toronto Maple Leafs that should have been there. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's kind of tough. It's kind of. But you're right. At the end of the day, we're Canadian. We got to bring the cup back home. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it would have been nice to see uh, an old school Canadians Islanders matchup. Um, it would have been sweet. I mean, you know, there's some some good players. On, and there's uh, Carey Tampa, Price. So. I think he yeah, I think sure. he deserves a cup. Yeah, so hopefully for they sure. can pull it off against Tampa. For sure. So uh, if you guys hear some background noise in today's episode, we're coming live and direct from uh, Jerry Puse's backyard. We're social distancing and uh, enjoying the, the COVID regulations, if you will. So if you do hear that, that background noise, it's uh, live and direct from, from outside. And the beautiful hum of the uh, Gardner Expressway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So Jerry, what's been, uh, what's been new with you? Uh, not too much. You know, just trying to get through COVID, you know, taking it day by day. I can mm-hmm. proudly say I'm uh, double vaccinated. Yeah, with good. the AZ, the uh, AZ, the, the right? workhorse. You're part of the AZ gang now. The AZ gang, so that's <laughs> uh, that's a good thing. That's a positive. And nice. just looking at the light at the end of the tunnel of trying to get through this COVID and get through the stages and open yeah. everything up. Yeah, for sure. As everyone else can appreciate. And it's been uh, it was weird getting on the uh, board of directors of Toronto Crime Stoppers at what December 2019. Yeah, because you got on and then we just pretty much went into lockdown. So you were a virtual meeting guy. Went into lockdown and then yeah. all the uh, charity events that we usually do, the golf tournament yeah. and the yeah. policeman's balls dinner, was all cancelled. So a bit of a weird time. Yeah, it's been tough, but we're, as you said, looking at the light at the end of the tunnel. Lots of good things coming from Toronto Crime Stoppers. Don't want to kind of share too much information now, but we got a, really, a couple of really good campaigns going on. You know, I can let it out of the bag, but we have Captain Canuck, new series Captain Canuck coming. That's true. Um, you know, which will be followed by a challenge coin. So all the challenge coin, you know, collectors out there will be uh, intrigued to see this new challenge coin. The new comic book is all Toronto-centric. It's about uh, the storylines about, you know, the Toronto police and Crime Stoppers working with kids in the community on gun violence, right? So it's going to mm-hmm. be, be fantastic. Yeah. So just waiting on when uh, Marvel Studios will be knocking on your door, Sean, saying, hey, let's make a big uh, motion picture and really take take it to the next level, if you will. I can throw in a Captain (laughs) Connect outfit and play play in a movie for sure. There you go. You got the physique. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got the COVID physique going on for sure. So anyways, on today's episode, we have David Almasi, Canadian Vice President of 3SI Security, joining us. Uh, 
to discuss what he and his team are doing and the services they provide to protect clients' assets and property from the criminal element. David, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here. I, uh, I do have to take exception, and no, we don't have to cheer for Montreal. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go, I'm as not a, alone. <laughs> as a Toronto fan, no, we, you know, I think Jerry said it the right way. We, yeah. we had two overtimes in a game seven to beat them, and I, I just, I can't cheer for them. I just, I can't. Yeah. Can it's, I, it's not, they're not Team Canada, they're not the World Juniors. Yeah, I can't true. cheer, I can't cheer Although for them. Although I will say there are a lot of Canadians on the team, actual Canadian citizens, so... Well, I mean, I think there is for Tampa. Yeah. Well, that's Stephen Samco. He's a good Toronto boy, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just more of a patriotic type guy when it comes. You know, I'd I'd rather. Well, when was the last time a Canadian team won? uh, Montreal. Montreal. Ninety-three. Right. When the Leafs should have been there with the Gretzky high stick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Our boy Dougie should have, yeah. you know, him uh, and Clark were on that. Uh, we're dating ourselves on this. We are, we are. <laughs> but I got to say, you know, it would be nice to see Canada bring the cup home, whether it be the Canadians oh, or Toronto sure. or Winnipeg. But I, but I will say this, if Toronto, or sorry, if Montreal does win the cup, it's going to be a big asterisk next oh, it's, to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> the COVID, well, it would have been the same thing the if, if the Leafs won it. Well, true. So it's almost glad that the Leafs didn't win this year because everyone would be like, oh, it's just because of COVID. Now they did win the, the, the division, so there should be a banner hanging, you know, a new banner hanging from the from the rafters when we get, finally get back into it. But let's see what happens next year. Yeah. We, have a, we have a right to be better. None of the three of us have been alive since they won. Yep. My, ton, my son's turning 17 this year, and yep. they haven't even won a playoff round this since he's true. been alive. Yeah. Wow. We're long-suffering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the last playoff round they won was in Ottawa. After, like, four years of playing Ottawa, they finally made it into the second round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Go we, James, we could go. spend the time. <laughs> we could spend the whole episode dissecting the Leafs. Yes. And making it a sports podcast instead of a Crime Stoppers <laughs> podcast. Well, anyways, David, thanks for joining us. I know you're, uh, you're a busy guy, and, and you and your team have been busy during COVID. Um, you know, a lot of us have been staying home, but not so much the criminals. That's true. That is true. why don't you tell us a little bit about 3SI and what you do, and then we can kind of get into the intricacies of of exactly what the concept of 3SI is. Sure, sounds good. And again, thank you, Sean, for for having me on. Um, 3SI, well, first of all, it's a U.S.-based company, but we do have a a good, solid team here in Canada, and we'll get into that uh, uh, as we get on in the podcast. Um, Primarily, we deal with GPS technology and Mm -hmm. tracking and tracing. Uh, about 50-year-old company. We originally uh, were known for, and still have a lot of deployment of, the old ink staining and dye pack. So if you right. remember back to the movies and the bad guys open up the bag of cash yeah. and you know purple stain or smoke or something like that comes out, that's what 3SI first started in right. uh, about 50 years ago. And as I say, the, the technology actually still works and yeah. still utilized by you know, mostly financial institutions. Right. But over the last 15 years, we've really gotten into uh, the GPS technology as it's become more uh, attainable um, mm-hmm. and more solid, especially as we're moving in 3G, 4G, even 5G, and as we move forward, um, and uh, you know that's also allowed us to branch off uh, into uh, the retail mm-hmm. uh, space mm-hmm. as well. So now we're sort of a all-encompassing, working financial, retail, multiple, you know, different verticals of, of, of customers. Um, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, you're correct. The, the criminals haven't uh, haven't mm-hmm. taken a break, uh, and that's really sort of what our our strength is is not just you know looking at what the the the, the, the criminal is doing i.e. via CCTV mm-hmm, or anything mm-hmm. like that it's actually about all about apprehension and about robbery right, right? right so it's them going in 
stealing something and then us tracking it and taking that solution to the police and mm -hmm. ultimately again apprehending the criminal and recovering the asset for the customer yeah for sure i mean look, full transparency uh in my old life with my old employer um we used 3si we came to you with for a solution when it came to robberies and tobacco yep. specifically um and you know not knowing too much about it but understanding gps and obviously if you take something we can track you and it worked and you know the success that we had specifically with what we well, with what you guys called the tobacco tracker and how it worked with law enforcement um, is kind of my next question is the partnership you have with law enforcement is critical in in what you do and, and getting them the information so without you know telling the bad guys too much <laughs> right because they they probably listen to our podcast of course, too, obviously they should um, what uh, what can you tell us about how that works? And maybe maybe it's a good thing because it'll tell the bad guys, hey, listen, don't go into certain stores or any store and steal or rob it because you never know where 3SI is. Exactly. Well, maybe I'll take you through sort of the product set and then kind of take you into sure, that yeah. back end on the police. So, uh, you know, first off, really, there's sort of two... I guess two aspects to our, our solution set that we provide. One is the custom built uh, solutions. So you already mentioned it. So, you know, tobacco uh, could be on the pharmaceutical side, uh, could be on the, you know, cellular or mobile phone side, could be cash. Mm -hmm. We make these type of vessels or packaging, you know, identical to what's out in the marketplace. Right. Very covert. Criminals don't know. I mean, maybe if you took it and really, yeah. really, really looked at it, and yeah. you know, maybe you could tell. But it's it's not something during a, you know the stage of a robbery that someone's going to be able to to, to review. Right. So that's sort of the the one piece. Uh, the second piece is we also have what we call generic packaging as well. So these could just be a hard shell case. Again, very small. You know, maybe mm -hmm. an inch and a bit by an inch and a bit, right. um, and soft cases that are more generic. So these could be hidden inside of you know different uh, um, items. Items, right could be yeah. stuck on the back of artwork for that matter mm -hmm, so um, you know there's lots of different opportunities there and then lastly we we can take that generic packaging and then we, we're now moving it away from uh, the in-store uh, solutions to the actual on the transportation side uh, so we actually have something called we call transport trackers uh, that can uh, track um, you know customers product you know all the way from even from manufacturing through to distribution through to yeah. the store and in some cases all the way to potentially recycling depending <clears throat> on the product uh, really? uh, itself now this isn't where you know we're, we're sticking it on a tractor trailer those solutions are already out there that's not something we yeah. do um, but we're actually keeping it inside the packaging again itself so you know someone may not steal the entire truck uh, but if they're at a you know an on-road station in Cambridge or something and someone is able to break in and take something out of the back yeah. again our solution is there uh, and can be tracked from there so yeah I know absolutely so when you know I'll speak to it just to support you know what, what you guys are doing when we were using the tobacco tracker you know these guys are coming in stealing 20 30 40 packs there is no way within the time they leave the store you guys are uh, activated to the police and then apprehension happens for them to even start looking through unless they go inside the store right then and there knowing potentially you know like a dye pack is in there and start rifling through them they may find it then. yeah um and the same thing so let's let's you know before we get to the law enforcement piece like you said let's talk about the different types of items you have so you have the tobacco tracker cash tracker what yep. else what else do you have um 
mobile phone uh, trackers as well yeah. uh, on the pharmaceutical uh, side, uh, and I won't go into too many details on yep. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but there's different sorts of uh, pharmaceuticals uh, that mm-hmm. uh, that we work with uh, as well. We get into some unique. Um, there's batteries for cell towers, things really? like that. Yeah. So there's there's a many different sort of generic, uh, or sorry, non-generic or specifically built product. Mm-hmm. Um, the generics are where we get really sort of excited, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be in literally almost anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a, a pharmacy company uh, uh, that we work with who puts it in, and I'll say multiple different products, again, yeah. without uh, giving anything yep. away. Yep. Unbel- works. I, I've never seen it anything work this well. It's like consistently being tracked criminals being caught it's unbelievable and they're taking again those small you know couple inch type of devices and putting them in just packaging yeah if you think about what someone in a you know something in a pharmaceutical store because it's not just the pharmacies in the back but they're selling you know i'll just generically cosmetics electronics uh, groceries there's lots of things that these places are now selling um, and what they're being hit on they're specifically targeting and putting these little trackers in um, and like yeah we activate within 10 seconds of mm-hmm. the package moving. Mm-hmm. So by the time the, the criminal is outside of the store, um, we're already on it and then communi- you know, tracking them and communicating with the police. Yeah, and your, your dispatch center or your monitoring center, yeah. we'll call it, it's real time. Exactly. Like when they're moving, you yep. know exactly, hey, listen, they're going eastbound on Main Street yep. type of a deal. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's what's what's great, again, for your listeners, is so it's not just uh, our monitoring center as well, but the customer can view it. They have access right. to our portal as well. Right. Uh, and it's been very interesting. Many a time, I've been getting emails from, say, multiple, let's say, members, I'll just say a bank, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we work with all the major yeah. financial institutions, who will be like, are you watching this track? Yeah. And they'll, we'll be sitting, yeah. emailing back and forth, you know, watching this track track as you know we see where it's going and you know we don't obviously detailed police information but yeah we're watching it in yeah. real time you know live exactly you know what's going on yeah i mean it's cool because i've seen those tracks yeah. and it's it's gratifying in a way right yeah. when you see it when, when you get the first alert and then you're like hey it's an active robbery and then they leave and you track them and then you're in constant communication with the police and then they're like we got the person, yeah. right and then you're like it worked like it worked um and for, for, for me, you know, on the client side, when yeah. I was one of your clients, it was more so the life safety aspect than it was getting the property back, right? And it was more on the, you know, understanding the individuals that would, that would you know, rob our stores yeah. is that they would rob multiple, right? So if we can get the person the first time around and prevent them from robbing another store through use, the use of 3SI technology, yeah. then we've saved our employees that emotional harm that they would have would have gotten through um through another robbery yeah. right when we talk about retail it's organized retail crime yep. is, is really what we're focusing on there right when you're talking about going in and, and stealing multiple products and and there's a there's a list that these bad guys have for these products and it's it's really good to see that retailers out there are using 3si and putting devices in certain products, knowing that they're going to get stolen if they're in a, a certain hot area or the store's been hit once or twice. Do you guys do any anything around copper, the theft of copper? We have. Again, that's something on the generic side. Yeah. Um, we, we do, uh, we've done with customers, so copper theft, but also wire theft. Yeah. Um, and again, because it's GPS, 
it can be widely used, right? Yeah. So we're dealing with, yeah. you know, mining or companies that are laying these sorts of things, you know, way out in, you know, whether northern Ontario or northern yeah. northern parts of Canada, um, where again, you're able to view this. But yes, definitely. I mean, really, I mean, the way you can think about it is any anything that you could potentially yeah. put a small tracker, um, and we've just now actually came up with a more, let's call it, you know, an IP67 rated type of case that can go yeah. in it. Now, again, for nor northern Canada, maybe we can't go down to minus 50, right. but minus 20 and these yeah. sort so we're at, we're trying to always sort of expand our you know our thoughts around how can we uh, you know what can we do and you know keep our trackers in these little cases that are then able to you yeah. know extend or uh, withstand more uh, extreme weather and that sort of thing yeah for sure so you know some people may be listening and saying hey why why is crime stoppers talking to 3si right um, so for, for those that are wondering you know you you guys 3si is a is a you know supporter and sponsor of, of Crime Stoppers. Um, why, why do you see that as a as a valuable partnership from a Crime Stoppers perspective? Yeah, exactly, and and definitely it is because really our you know we look at a customer with really five zones, right? Yeah. Now a lot of it's obviously with the customer itself, so it could be you know the front of the store, back of store, exit, you know distribution, transport, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But the last piece is community, right? Yeah we feel it needs to be you know really brought forth and crime stoppers is part of it and you already brought up the piece about the police this has to be a community endeavor the community needs to know what's going on and community needs to be a big part and understand what you know customers are doing what police what crime stoppers so yeah. really it's all that community so that's a big piece of our solution set yeah. and why we you know why we want to be part of uh, our partnership with our crime stoppers and and police itself it's very very key to have this whole community together mm -hmm. you know again trying we we all want to be safe we all yeah. want our you know as you said, if people want their employees to be safe. We want to be safe going into stores. Yeah. We want to know that if bad people do things, that yeah, hopefully they're caught, mm -hmm. um, you know, and the proper punishment is meted out. So yeah, yeah it's all about community. Yeah. It takes a village to stop criminals. Yeah, for it's sure, all, it does. As, as David was saying, yeah. it, it does. And then I'll say on behalf of Toronto Crime Stoppers, you know, thank you for your continued partnership, friendship, sponsorship. Um, you know, if it wasn't for organizations like 3SI, Crime Stoppers wouldn't be able to do what we do. Um, you know, we do, we've changed our, our format a couple of, well, almost two years ago now, of giving back to the community, right? Not yeah. paying tipsters and redirecting the funds back in the community. So whatever, you know, you guys are able to support with us, you know, that goes back in the community, like you said, uh, to make it a, a better place, to make sure that people are able to, you know, understand that that there's good in the community not just not just bad 100 percent. so with that we're going to break for commercial we got a commercial specially uh, made by 3si so uh take a listen and then we'll come back and uh start the conversation over again what if a security solution continued working even after the crime the criminal is out of your store and customers and staff are once again safe this is when 3SI's groundbreaking technology goes to work, supplying police with pinpoint accurate tracking data to coordinate an arrest and asset recovery. It's that simple and it's that effective. Celebrating 50 years of innovation, we invite you to find out more about our connected intelligent security solutions at 3SI.com. We're back on the podcast with David Almasi, Canadian Vice President of 3SI Security and my sidekick for today, Jerry Puse from the Toronto Crime Stoppers Board of Directors. 
So David, as we, uh, we ended there before commercial break, we, we had talked about employee safety and the, and the importance of that. Why don't we talk a little bit more about that and, and how uh, 3SI can keep those employees safe because they know your equipment is there to kind of take it, if you will, instead of them being a hero in, in intervening. Exactly. So, no, and that, that's a great point, Sean. The, you know, having our trackers, you know, in these environments, it's key from a, from a, from a whole loss prevention and a, and a corporate security perspective so that, you know, the employees themselves don't feel like they need to be a hero. And, and I think, oh, as you've well been involved, yeah. um, you know, keeping employees safe is, is huge, yeah. right? Is yeah. absolutely huge. Um, and it's not just employees nowadays as well. It's security guards. We're mm -hmm. seeing that where security guards are having to make, you know, split-second decisions. Right. Um, and sometimes they make the right ones, but sometimes they don't. Sure. So our trackers sort of helps bypass all of that, right? So they take our trackers, as we already mentioned, we're watching them within 10 seconds yeah. and we're communicating with the police. Now the police, they know exactly what needs to be done. They know exactly how to deal with it. So you're not dealing with, you know, employees not understanding the law, not understanding what could have right. happened. You know, police are experts in it. So it really, you know, helps diffuse potential any employee criminal or even, as I said, a security guard yeah. criminal that could make the news in potentially a, you know, a non-beneficial manner for uh, for the customer. You know, we really allow the police to do their jobs. They know how to deal with it. Um, yeah. And really, you know, at the end of the day, it keeps the employee safe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, today, everyone's got a cell phone. Yeah. We know that. Right? Oh, yes. So you step out of line, it's going to be somewhere on YouTube. And if exactly. it goes viral, you know, you, you have the personal reputation of yourself, then yep. you also have your, you know, your company or, or whoever you're there representing. Um, and, and so just let them go. Yeah, right. Let, exactly. Let technology catch them. That's right. Absolutely. And you get your stuff back. But more importantly, as I said earlier, it's it's the life safety aspect. Yeah, right? yeah. And, the, and yeah, exactly. You're not putting your employees, you know, in harm. Right. Yeah. And even if sometimes if you say you can't help it, if you're working in a store, a lot of people feel yeah. like they this is oh, sure. they're part of the team, too. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you know, you're saying to them, look, we're helping you with technology. Let the te as you say, let the technology, yeah. you know, work for you. So let them go and you will have eyes on that and the police will go and get them. And then comes back to we win. Again, community, right? Yeah. They're telling people, oh, I was at work, someone robbed us, the police got this guy, it was great. Yeah. Every, now all of a sudden everything's spun from a positive side. Right? Yeah, the message gets out there. Exactly. You know, I, I have to say, the, our, like, from my experience, you know, in, in my regular job career, if you will, not outside, <laughs> outside of Crime Stoppers, although maybe it, you know, This is whatever. your full-time gig. Yeah. It is, it is. Some, sometimes it is. I hope no um, one's listening from your... Uh... Yeah, from <laughs> You know what? I'll tell you, my current employer, uh, I'm not going to name them, but um, they're very pro Crime Stoppers. They appreciate the, the involvement. But, um, you know, I, would, I do my day job and then my second day job kicks in after that. But, um, you know, my experience with, with uh, 3SI and, and the products and talking to my law enforcement colleagues and then, you know, partners, if you will, they love it, right? So you're actually making it easier for, the, for them to catch these hardcore criminals, because let's, let's be honest, the guys that are going in and robbing banks, the guys that are going in, not really guys, but the, the individuals that are going in and robbing banks, and the individuals that are robbing convenience stores and going in and doing the organized retail crime, they're not your average person who is down on their luck and saying, hey, I'm just gonna go in and, and rob the store. 99% of the time, these are bad people that are coming into the store to do this. And if we can make it easier for our law enforcement partners to apprehend these folks. And as I said before, if you can get them before they are able to re-victimize someone else, 
it's a win for not only uh, the retailer, but for the community. Let's dial it back to how well you work with law enforcement, you know, the, the training piece, making sure they understand technology, um, and how you and your team and your monitoring center are able to communicate when something goes live. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so and that's what coming back to, you know, our Canadian team, right? Um, you know, we have sales and operations, as you would mm -hmm. expect. But, you know, the key differentiator is having the, the, the law enforcement uh, yeah. division. And again, Canadian-based, so we have law enforcement members all across the country. Yeah. They're all ex-law enforcement. Right. So they know exactly, you know, most of them still have their relationships, yep. but more importantly, they know they know how to speak. They know what to do when and, and when we're gathering evidence. They know how to get that. What needs right. you know chain of command evidence. All those sorts of yeah. components yeah. is uh, is it's a big police part of it. Speaking to police, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But there's really three sort of main you know components that our that our team you know works with police. So number mm -hmm. one is we we train them on the products, yeah. right? Um, so anytime we're on you know what we have now or offering anything new, that's their job is to go in and bring the investigation units or, or whoever is key in those organizations. Mm -hmm. And it can be. It can range all the way from a major city down to a, you know, a local to OPP to RCMP, depending yeah. on you know, where we are in the country, right? So training them on the product so that they're aware, they know how it works, as you said, knows how the monitoring center works, mm -hmm. um, how we communicate, what does it do, what does the mapping look like, all those sorts of components, right? Mm -hmm. And we even have alerting systems, right? We can alert right directly to police if need be. Uh, so we have some customization tools depending on the department it's up to them on sort of how they want to receive receive the alerts so that's yeah. that's that's number one uh, number two is anytime there is a new device going anywhere um, into again a financial or retailer whatever customer we're dealing with there are there is a specific police department that's assigned to that wherever that yeah. branch store yeah. is right so we make sure that again the local police department knows exactly so it could be a new financial institution it could be a new it could be it's just a standalone mm -hmm. store and they say this you know mom and pop convenience store now has a tobacco tracker you know police department know that it's there yeah. and make sure the whole liaison again understanding right. what's going on so that's great yeah. number three is we will actually work specific stings with police officers right mm -hmm. so they will use our products oh, wow. um, and that's again you, you know you we've talked about some of the biggies you know pharma crime right yeah, yeah. mobile phone crime cool. tobacco mm -hmm. crime right all those sorts of things we will work directly with police officers yeah. um, and set up sting operations right and they'll use our products and the whole again the things that we talked about so very very close relationship um, know us well again we've been you know 50 years overall 20 over 25 now just specifically in in Canada wow. uh, so long-term relationships um, know us well but it's again we're not resting on our laurels it's just continuous yeah. education yeah. you know COVID's been tough but mm -hmm. it's still been continuous education all the sorts of things that we talked about so yeah love our relationships with the police and they're fantastic to work with and as Jerry mentioned they want to get the guys the bad guys off the streets so yeah. that's we're all working in that mm -hmm. community to get the bad guys off the streets yeah for sure I mean you know sadly before COVID uh, actually it was in it was going to be in March. We were putting together Crime Stoppers. Was leading a educational session to bring in um, uh, detectives and, and above to a training session at Toronto Police College. Three SI was going to be there. To talk about what you guys do. We were bringing our partners in from Uber and Circle K and whatnot to talk about. You know, because there's a lot of the the the, the investigative folks may not know Three SI, right? Yeah. Um, a lot do. 
but some didn't. And our, our key from a Crime Stoppers perspective was to share our partnerships that we have, right? Strong partnership with 3SI, strong partnership with Uber. They've been on the podcast before, Super K. Um, and then bring, bring it all together and say, hey, listen, you know, here's what these individual organizations can do for you, but through a Crime Stoppers partnership to bring that, that through. So absolutely, I mean, educating uh, the police partners on, on what you do is important because when it goes off and they get the alert, they're going to look at what is this? What do I do? Now they, ab- they actually know and there's excitement there because yeah. they know they're going to get you. It's just, you know, strategically how and where, you know, they're going to uh, intercept you um, for, for community safety. With that, do you, do you, can you, not do you, I'm sure you do have a lot of stories, uh, but can you share a, a story and, and obviously vet the important information out and get to the sexy stuff, if you will, um, of, of an active case that happened or, or an alert that, that went off and, and the result of that? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, you know, obviously we have to be a little bit careful, but yeah. uh, um, you know, the first thing I'll just say is what, what amazed me when I started with the organization was, was, was just the speed mm-hmm. of how fast criminals how how fast someone would leave a bank with a device and we're talking 15 20 minutes they're apprehended yeah. it was yep. it blew my mind away mm-hmm. but uh, but in a little bit more of a sexy sexy story um, there's nothing sexy about crime that's true that's true but <laughs> uh, well, there you go Hollywood. that makes yeah. Hollywood the um, it was very interesting. So we, there was a, it, and I'll go on the financial institution side. There, there was a robbery at a branch, mm. and it was in a smaller, smaller community. There was some nastiness to it. It mm. wasn't just come in, give me. There was, there was a bit of nastiness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to it. But we started the track, as we say, ten seconds. We start the track, off yep. we go. The interesting part, uh, you know, on this one is we. This, this was a multi-hour-long track. So these things, although yeah, it's like super exciting to say we do it in twenty minutes. We're still tracking and all, and going back and forth the police for yeah hours. And in this mm-hmm. case, this is what it took. As I say, it was in a smaller town. Yeah. The first scenario is we were dealing with. The, the local police department. Yep. Then it, and uh, without giving anything away, we, we then transferred to the OPP mm-hmm. and dealt with them and tracking. And this is where, again, when it, you know we were talking about you know how to deal with it. OPP you know made the decision, we're not going to get into a high-speed chase. We're not going to try to apprehend yeah. these people. We know exactly where they are on a major highway, yeah. but we're not going to start doing a high-speed chase. We're just, we know where they are, yeah. thanks to 3SI and their tracker, right. right? So we're just following. We know exactly what's going on. They then moved into another you know police district yeah. transferred that over well ultimately they went to uh they went to where we call it their hideout or they went to a house a fixed yeah. right a fixed address well. thank you yeah. and um yeah then they the the police the, the local police department mobilized went in made the apprehension so what yeah. uh, you know not only was it was it you know excellent that they made the apprehension but i just again going back to police what what a great you know what a what a great thought process by the police going. We don't want to put people yeah. in danger. We know exactly where it is. Let's wait till they're there, and then boom, they just got them. And it was a, it yeah. was amazing. So multi-hour, you know, excellent job by the police. Made the news because again, this it was a news worthy story right, but right. again, came down to the good news is apprehended the people, multiple people. You know, I don't know if they've gone to jail, but are in the system at least right now. Yeah. And and recovered the recovered the cash as and well. I think it's also important to mention that they do their due diligence before they go into a fixed address. Oh, for sure, right? For sure. So they stop. So they really yeah. take their time. Yeah, There's yeah. no rush. It's very systematic. Yeah. yeah. They'll look at the house, the apartment, whatever the fixed address is. 
they'll do a background check on it and they'll go okay this is what we need to do to yeah. enter how do we know the the actual devices in there that police have a handheld beacon mm. which is within a couple of feet of detection even less yeah even mm. less and it's zeroed in yeah and again they do their proper due diligence before they go in so it's kind of like a jack bar beep 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 beep, beep. tells you where you are yeah. pretty much yeah yeah exactly. exactly see this is all hollywood stuff man well, yeah. this is all it, you guys need to sell this to hollywood <laughs> it, it's organized right? crime you need yeah. organized oh, sure. law enforcement oh for sure it is right so yeah. i mean you know it's, it's a life back to life safety right back to community safety yeah you know, and, and, and the police strategizing in the moment, right? They don't have time. They're thinking someone at a high level strategize, do this, and the outcome will, will be this, right? Um, and it does offer when they get to that fixed address. It, you know, you can do some searches and, okay, this yeah. is who we're dealing with. Maybe they've identified someone. Maybe it's, you know, a real bad guy. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. We, we need to, more resources here to, to go in before, you know, the actual road guys kind of go in, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is all awesome stuff and, and really good for our listeners to hear. But you guys aren't just in Canada. No, right? correct. So, uh, we're, we're a U.S. company, so North yeah. America is our, is, our, it's our, is our hub, right? Yeah. Um, and everything we talked about today, you know, is definitely a you know, North American perspective. Yeah. If you look at it, and you can take it back to law enforcement, we work with over 9,000 law enforcement agencies across North America. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, the U.S. is a lot different than us because yeah. you know, of the OPPs and the RCMPs, and, you know, whereas, yeah. you know, when the U.S. have a lot more smaller uh, yeah, smaller groups, has like, a police exactly yeah. right. Um, but with that said, no, we we deal uh, we deal globally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't say full globe, but uh, myself, I look after the international markets as well. Mm-hmm. So we all through uh, all through the Caribbean mm-hmm. into into Central America, a little bit into uh, South America. Uh, we actually have a uh, monitoring and distribution partner out of Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, so if we're dealing with you know any uh, Spanish speaking uh, company, we can we can monitor them into there and they can do what they do um you know out of that hub uh we go as far as australia where we have tobacco trackers and cash trackers into australia uh so yeah so we're 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 we move globally Mm -hmm. um and um yeah it's exciting we're we're looking to uh uh to move even more you know into that global arena uh there's there's again what you've heard today there's such an opportunity uh you know for us and and the crime is happening everywhere it is it is you are you guys I think it was South Africa. Are you guys in South Africa? We're not at this point. We're not. In, we're not anywhere in Africa at this point. So. Did you guys see that cash and transit robbery go down? No. Yeah. On, on the ago? highway where they were getting chased. Yeah. And their bullets yeah. were flying or you trying didn't to see run that, them off. No, the road. I didn't. Oh man, you got to watch the video. Okay. I'll check. It was. Uh, so they they have an in in dash camera that faces the guards, yeah. if you will, and uh, so there was two guards, and then they actually had a gang attack. Like this gang tried to like in transit driving shooting at them and stuff and if i may sean they, they were carrying smartphones it wasn't but, even cash but that's that's what i'm well that's yeah. cash and transit but you know what i mean asset in transit just to be specific but that's where i wanted to go is yeah. is you know that would have been perfect i mean mind you you know if they had stopped it wouldn't probably ended up well considering what i watched on video but this guy had nerves of steel like nerves of steel and, and his maneuvers and he find, he got out of it like he was able to get away but the funny thing was his partner that was his first day yeah, on the job yeah. oh wow. <laughs> it was like his first or second he, so you could see the in the video he's kind of like what do i do hold the gun okay i hold it. well no face the gun that way because yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean that's yeah. a perfect ideal solution for for 3si when you think back now right 
And again, understanding when you watch the video and you kind of get a little background that if these guys had to stop, it probably wouldn't have been good for them. But again, let's say something bad did happen, 3SI, boom, would have activated and these guys would have been caught yeah. at mm -hmm. the end of the day, right? There's all sorts of opportunities, you know, that our product team and, and you know, are looking into, you know, mm -hmm. obviously technology is making things smaller, right? Yeah. Battery life yeah. is getting better. Yeah. So there's all the, there's a lot of exciting you know, things that we're continuing to discuss. And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. the more global we move, the more opportunity, you know, everyone comes up with, you know, this is what's needed in our market. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. And if we do something, we can obviously pull it back to, uh, you know, to Canada or that sort of thing, right? right? Uh, but we're always trying to listen to the voice of the customer. We've come out with some really, you know, unique, um, you know, products, right? Mm -hmm. That are, you know, really because of the customer going, we love what you do, but this is where our problem you know, hides. What can you do for yeah, us, right? Yeah. So there's that you know, voice of the customer is always you know very important to us as well. We do uh, VIP safety, mm. uh, so mm. we will give you know trackers to uh, someone who's going over to some of these you know bad places. Sure. They'll work for in over 150 countries, right? Yeah. So uh, we'll just put in the lapel yeah. of their of their suit jacket. Yeah, or or, yeah, yep. exactly. So, you're so tracking the person, yeah. which is an asset. Yeah, yeah. At the end yeah. Of the day. well, exactly. hey, you have to, right? Because yeah. they have these uh, hijackings and kidnappings all the time. Absolutely, exactly. In certain countries. Exactly. David, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. I think the the listener base is going to be pretty intrigued and, and entertained with some of the conversation that we had. And again, thank you to 3SI and yourself for all the support that you've given. To, to oh, thank Crime you, Stoppers Sean. Again, years. thanks for thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, Crime Stoppers is a great organization, a great partner with us. So, uh, yeah, anytime, appreciate it. So as we conclude, I would like to remind everyone that community safety is a shared responsibility. See it, say it, stop it. Remember, you remain anonymous, criminals don't. For more information, please visit us at 222tips.com and follow us on social media. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to stay connected and join the conversation. Please share our podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, please email us at crimestopperspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, be safe.